Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Binance is under what many people today are referring to in crypto as a shadow attack. Given Binance is one of the biggest players in the crypto space, an attack on them is an attack on all of crypto. In today's call, we will cover three main areas. First, we'll look at a recent attack on Kraken. Then, we'll be prepared to analyze the recent attack on Binance. Finally, in light of all these attacks on centralized entities, we'll be looking at decentralized crypto opportunities that you can consider right now. It is clear that the events we're going to cover in today's call has had an impact on the crypto markets. Indeed, we can see that BTC is trading down 5% on the weekly. About two weeks ago, price action was more bullish off the back of a more positive macroeconomic climate. But the recent attacks are weighing down sentiment in the market. Most particularly, we can see that BNB coin is down 11% on the weekly compared to 5% on BTC. So relatively outperforming on the negative spectrum. So clearly, this FUD is impacting the Binance token. Let's consider point one then, what's going on with Kraken? This is where the Binance story actually begins. It was last Tuesday that Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong put crypto users on high alert as he revealed rumors surrounding the future of crypto staking in the United States. We're hearing rumors that the SEC would like to get rid of crypto staking in the US for retail customers. I hope that's not the case, as I believe it would be a terrible path for the US if that was allowed to happen. Some digital veterans took this with a grain of salt. But less than 24 hours later, staking on crypto exchange Kraken became a thing of the past. We received the shocking news that as part of a settlement with the SEC, Kraken will pay $30 million surrounding allegations that its staking products were in violation of SEC guidance. The agency alleged that Kraken's staking services constituted an illegal sale of securities, resulting in the discontinuance of all staking products. The actions could have harsh implications for other exchanges in the US that have expanded into similar products and services, like Binance and Coinbase. More on Binance in point two. And interestingly, decentralized liquid staking derivatives platforms, so the opposite of these centralized versions, rallied on the news as Lido's governance token, Lido, jumped 30% and Rocketpool's RLP gained over 40%. More on decentralized solutions in point three. However, overall, the positive effects of the news were short-lived. The rest of the crypto market reacted negatively, as we saw on the BTC chart. Though regulation is inevitable, the SEC's unwillingness to provide clarity continues to subject crypto businesses to surprise allegations. And here comes point two, Binance. You would have thought that after Kraken, the SEC would say, right, I'll call that a day, I'm going to go home and have a relaxing weekend. But no, they weren't done yet. On Friday, the SEC moved against Kraken and warned the crypto industry to be on notice. According to the SEC, more charges were coming and they stayed true to their promise. Yesterday, news broke that the SEC would be suing Paxos over the issuance of BUSD, a stablecoin that according to them is an unregistered security. 
It was the Wall Street Journal that first broke this news. They reported the upcoming lawsuit, and although they cited anonymous sources, BitBoy Crypto also reported the news over the weekend, calling it a shadow war against Binance. Now, Paxos has applied to the Office of the Comptroller of Currency for charter as a national trust bank, which is still pending. Paxos has not yet responded to the rumors, but they probably have not received the Wells notice that the SEC is pursuing action against them. One individual who was very keen to get out there right away and respond on the news is none other than the CEO of Binance CZ himself. He was quick to publish a thread on BUSD, and the hook is that BUSD is issued and redeemed by Paxos and funds are Seifu. You can go and read this thread for yourself if you like. My general read on it is that CZ Binance is saying that Paxos it's doing its own separate thing in the US. He doesn't know about what goes on in the US, what is going on with this lawsuit, and he is essentially separating Paxos and this SEC lawsuit from Binance. He's saying this is to do with the SEC and Paxos and it is not to do with Binance. So creating this clear segregation. In fact, the tone is very relaxed, saying that he's unaware of what's going on and he's not an expert on this matter. A very important point he touches on is the overall implications of BUSD being ruled as a security. You may be wondering to yourself, what right does the SEC have to get involved in any of this? Why is it their business? The SEC's jurisdiction is securities. It has been very difficult to classify cryptocurrencies, stablecoins, etc., as assets in the current markets. It is hard to prove what is and isn't a security, an investment contract in the cryptocurrency markets, and therefore what should and shouldn't be under the jurisdiction of the SEC, and thereby what, if not in the jurisdiction of the SEC, is actually illegal. It's been a lot of conversation around whether stablecoins are securities. A June 2022 briefing paper prepared by the Congressional Research Service, for example, outlines how the Reeves test, which came from a 1990 case that examined when a note is a security, suggests that stablecoins may qualify as a securities under Reeves's four-part test. Or for example, at past conferences, the chair of the SEC, Gary Gensler, has said that stablecoins are similar and potentially competing with money market funds and other securities, such as bank deposits, and said that this raises important policy issues. But perhaps Gary has other incentives. Last year, while many companies were awaiting responses from the SEC, FTX appeared to have special treatment. SBF went to meet with Gary Gensler and other SEC members on multiple occasions. After the collapse of FTX and the discovery of fraudulent activity, Congress became curious not only about the meetings between the FTX and the SEC, but about the curious timing of the charges they eventually brought against SBF. Outsiders looking in see these current actions against Paxos, BUSD, Kraken, a frantic sprint as Gensler attempts to redeem himself over the mistakes of FTX. So perhaps we are just collateral damage in this man's effort to defend his ego. 
Certain tweets really represent the pressure that Gary Gansler is facing, such as this one. Since Gary Gansler won't abide by his own policies to come in and talk, the House will hold him accountable. Today, as promised, our oversight of the SEC Gov begins with the request for documents surrounding their interactions with SBF, FTX official and the Justice Department. So certainly you would imagine that this isn't the time that Gary would want to appear like he is a crypto advocate. Another similar sentiment here, another tweet reads, in my opinion, all the recent SEC aggressive actions against the crypto industry are ways to distract the public from what this guy really did in cahoots with SBF. Congratulations if you've made it to this point. We've covered point one and two up to speed on Kraken and the Binance situation with the SEC and Paxos. We now turn our attention to decentralized staking opportunities. The crypto markets and the players involved in those markets are pragmatic. They are always looking ahead, how can they position themselves best? For example, at a project level, the Aave community is mulling over freezing Binance stablecoin amid this SEC pressure. And with regulators cracking down on BUSD issued by Paxos and the stablecoin market in general, there's a more bullish case for DeFi stablecoins and staking options. So for listeners who feel uncomfortable with centralized options at the moment, let's discuss decentralized options. With the SEC cracking down on staking services offered by centralized exchanges, many US citizens and citizens across the world have been left to wonder about the future of locking up digital assets. The risks of centralized exchanges resounded across the industry as Kraken settlement resulted in the cessation of staking products offered by the exchange. And of course, users have wasted no time reacting to the news. The volume across decentralized staking solutions jumped as liquid staking derivatives like Rocket Pool and Lido onboarded users seeking safe haven from a potentially eminent and sweeping change to the crypto rewards landscape. If you're one of the many shopping for a long-term solution to avoid having your staking rewards unexpectedly shut down, DeFi may have the answer. In this realm, Lido is the market leader when it comes to liquid staking. With almost $8 billion in TBL, it has become a blue chip amongst LSDs. Lido's Ethereum pool currently offers rewards APR, of 5% for ETH staked on its platform, matching Binance US and well above Coinbase's 4.21% APR. Rocket Pool is a smaller player, but still has a very respectable TVL, approaching the $1 billion mark, making it the second largest liquid staking derivatives platform. It offers a slightly lower APR of 4.48% at the moment, but serves well as a means of diversification for smart investors looking to avoid having all their eggs in one basket. Remember, liquid staking derivative tokens like RETH and STETH represent the amount of underlying staked ETH. They seek to maintain a peg directly with Ethereum while allowing users to retain their liquidity for other DeFi utilities. In return for staking ETH, users either receive STETH from Lido or RETH from Rocket Pool, which leaves many users wondering what to do with their newly received tokens. So the safest approach is holding these tokens. It's by far the least risky endeavor and a tempting proposition since they come with several key advantages over centralized staking solutions. Staking ETH on most centralized exchanges locks up Ether until successful completion of the Shanghai upgrade. 
This means once a user decides to stake on sites like Binance US, their coins remain inaccessible in the interim. But there are deep and active marketplaces for both STETH and RETH that enables users to sell them on the open market and immediately exit their staking positions should the need arise, allowing users to remain liquid while reaping the rewards of locking. Some DeFi degens use these staked tokens to deposit as collateral into lending protocols like Aave, then borrow against them to leverage positions. But doing this is a highly risky endeavor. As we've been saying throughout this call, the SEC's actions against staking services in the United States weren't restricted to just Ethereum either. All staking products on all networks were shut down when Kraken agreed to the terms put forth in the agreement reached with the Securities and Exchange Commission. So how can users find other decentralized opportunities? Nanali, previously referred to as Coindex, is a DeFi aggregator that spans a multitude of networks and ecosystems to display services in a simple and intuitive interface. Beefy Finance functions similarly and adds an auto-compounding feature to make claiming yields effortless. And on many other networks like Polygon, Solana, and Cosmos, users can stake their tokens directly with validators to earn competitive yields. So although the SEC's grievance with Kraken centered on the practice of pooling customers as assets, which qualifies as an active form of investment, the allegations could still prove a canary in the coal mine for other centralized firms offering similar products. So there are other options. You don't have to be a DeFi degen to use alternatives to centralized staking, but you absolutely have to do be informed to make the most of it. This is not investment advice. This is for education purposes. You need to know what you're getting engaged with and what the risks of that are, of course. We at Market Meditations will continue to be balanced with our analysis and pragmatic with our approach. And I'll be back tomorrow for more crypto market updates.